All right, really proud of our guys uh, last night. Just uh, so impressed with their toughness, uh, mental fortitude, uh, battled throughout the night. That was a really good physical SEC football game, and uh, our guys were fantastic. Uh, just hanging in there and made enough plays in the end to win. I want to thank our fans for the environment uh, that was uh, created. Uh, they were awesome and uh, had recruits in our facility most of the day and had one just walk out of my office about 30 minutes ago, and that's what he and his mom commented on was the uh, biggest thing they took from last night was just the atmosphere in that stadium. So thank our fans for that. Uh, we tackled well defensively. We were active defensively. Three tackles for loss, two sacks, six PBUs, uh, two hits on the quarterback, and we had four batted balls by our count. So that's being disruptive. And uh, then winning a turnover battle was huge. Uh, offensively, obviously weren't happy with it throughout the night, but played well in the first quarter and made enough plays to win in the fourth quarter and um, you know, outscored them seven to nothing in the fourth quarter, which is what it comes down to uh, in tough games like that. Uh, offensively, our players of the game were uh, Xavier Leggett and Spencer Rattler. Defensively, uh, our players of the game were Jordan Strawn, Tonka Hemingway, Nick Eman Wari, and Jalen Kilgore. Special teams was Hunter Rogers, Kai Kroger had a really big night punting the football, and uh, Marcellus Dial came in with OD being out and did a great job as our gunner on the punt team. Um, and then our scout team players of the week were offensively Joseph Morris, Defensively, Colin Bryant, and special teams was Xavier Short. We always recognize somebody outside the program for their contributions, and they're the Gamecock MVP. This week's Gamecock MVP was Darude. He was awesome. Thanks to him for coming all the way from Finland and enjoyed meeting him after the game. Injury-wise, for the first time all season, we are in great shape. Not a single issue coming out of last night's game. Uh, JT Gear got poked in the eye and didn't play uh, in the fourth quarter, but he'll be fine for Saturday. Uh, obviously, we're beat up. It's week 12. It's been a physical year, but we're in pretty good shape from a health standpoint. Um, got a chance to get Trey Jones back this week, a uh, chance to get Kaysen Henry back, and uh, a chance to get the carry-on joiner back as well as Jackson Hughes. So, We'll we'll see as the week goes, but you know as we sit here on Sunday night, optimistic on those guys. Questions? Hey Shane, it's Dave. Um, obviously Clemson coming up on Saturday. You've been here, uh, you know, as a head coach and an assistant. What do you remember about the 2009 and 2010 Clemson games? 2009. That was uh, we beat them at home, right? Yes. Right. 2009. Yep, 2009. Thanks for bringing that up, David. I remember that all week long it was, how are you going to – you're not going to kick the C.J. Spiller, are you? And my answer was, yeah, if I don't kick the Spiller, they've also got Andre Ellington and Jacoby Ford back there. So who exactly do you want us to kick it to? Um, who uh, who exactly do you want us to kick it to? So we kicked it to him. We were all sides, and then – DJ Swearinger and those guys got with me in the huddle on the sideline, and they were basically like, uh, forget about it, coach. That's being the G-rated version. Forget about it. Kick it to him again. We'll go tackle him. And we kicked it to him again, and he went right down the sideline in front of me for a touchdown. So it was a lesson. Uh, nothing good ever happens on a re-kick, 
But after that, it was a good day for the Gamecocks. And then uh, 2010 was memorable. We had already clinched the fact that the, the spot in the SEC championship game. We knew we were going to Atlanta, but we still knew how important that rivalry was. And went up there on a Saturday night. And I remember their punt team, they had a bad snap. Uh, over near our sideline that resulted in great field position for us. We were, like, moving around a bunch of guys on our punt pressure team trying to make the snapper nervous, and he snapped one over the punter's head. And I remember Antonio Allen with a pick six. We brought a little zero blitz, and Antonio, if I'm not mistaken, was like the blitzer, but then he peeled with the back when the back flared, and that was a huge play in the game also. So great way to create some momentum as we headed into Atlanta the next week. I didn't catch if you mentioned his name in talking about the injured, but Juice Wells, any chance uh, he can suit up and play this Saturday? There's a chance. We'll see what happens. And, again, I know people think I'm, like, lying about this and just making up stuff like there's a chance, and we'll see how the week goes. And if Juice was 100% done for the year, I would have announced that like I do every single other injury that comes up throughout the season if it's season-ending. And... Uh, uh, that's not where we are. We'll see how he feels this week. Hey, Coach, it's Andrew. Obviously, I know you understand and the team understands, you know, how big of a game this is coming up this weekend. But with all the implications riding on it from a bowl game standpoint, the momentum that y'all have accumulated the last couple of weeks and the fact that it is the Palmetto Bowl, uh, do you worry about the team maybe getting a bit too psyched up? And if so, how do you go about sort of uh, corralling that, I guess, as the week progresses? Yeah, no, it's a great point. Uh, certainly you do. It's been, uh, you know, it's been an emotional year. It's been a, you know, a tough year in a lot of ways. And, and we've had three good Saturdays in a row. And then there is the, you know, it's rivalry week. We know what this week means to the fans. There's the bowl game part of it. Certainly it's something that I'm very cognizant of. And, and um for us and what I told the team today, you know, it's going to be about us preparing well. Uh, during the week, mentally and physically, to go play well on Saturday night. And no matter what the ramifications are and all that stuff, it's it comes down to playing well on Saturday night. So that's what we need to focus on, and what we will focus on, and and um, and um, you know need to go play well against a really really good team. Hey Shane, it's Hale. I wanted to ask about the the run defense last night and, and what you guys felt like you were able to do uh, mostly. I guess limiting a ground game that's been pretty productive for that program over the years. Yeah, I thought we uh, we did a great job. Um, you know, that's they're physical. The running backs are talented. Um, we saw what number one did on tape against Florida early in the season. Uh, so so impressed with the physicality that we played with on defense, the effort that we played with. There were some awesome plays players out there last night and um you know we had a couple that popped out of there the the touchdown runs disappointing we missed the tackle and we didn't fit that quite the right way up front so that's disappointing and then they had a couple other ones that popped out of there but for the most part you know held them on check and it comes back to just mixing up things we were doing schematically uh playing with great effort playing with great physicality and and um and uh, guys just making plays How, how much carryover is there from from Kentucky and, and the type of schemes, the type of run plays that they run uh, compared to Clemson, is there any similarity at all that way or, or not really? Um, it's early to say we're just diving into the, you know, Clemson prep. I mean, I've seen them on TV a 
a couple times this year, watched a little bit of their game yesterday in the hotel, so hard to say from a schematic standpoint how much there is, but, you know, Kentucky's quarterback was athletic, but, uh, you know, I did see at the end of their game yesterday that, you know, Klubnik, Maffa, and Shipley, if I'm not mistaken, all had double-digit carries in the game yesterday, so uh, we know we got to be ready to handle the, the quarterback run a little bit more than what we did yesterday with Kentucky, and, and um and, um, you know, have a better answer for you on Tuesdays after we've had a, uh, more time to look at them. Shane, Dave, again, it uh, just seems like Debo Williams has had a kind of a, a very quiet, fantastic season. He's got 100 tackles, nine tackles for losses. What can you say about his effort and his production this year? Yeah, he's just been steady and consistent. You know, he's playing a lot of plays, uh, hardly ever comes off the field. He's always been a, a high-effort, physical football player. And uh, he still is. He's getting more of an opportunity this year. He's not splitting time with guys like he was last year or as much. I mean, we're still rotating guys in. But last year, you know, with Brad and those guys, he was he was kind of rotating in a little bit less. He's getting an opportunity, and he's been a he's been a great player for us on the field. He's been a great leader as well. I mean, he's one of our more vocal leaders on the football team, and happy for the year that he's having. Hey Shane, it's Jordan. You guys, uh, you know, just three weeks ago were, were two and six, and you were talking about November to remember. What what was it about your guys and your message at that that time that uh, have allowed them to buy in so much over the last three weeks and and put yourself in the position that you want? Uh, I don't know. It's probably a better question for them. I don't want to like you know pat myself on the back for anything that I said you know to me it was just the consistency that we tried to display as a staff and you know what I saw and we were a good football team and we were having good weeks of practice and then on Saturdays there were just issues that popped up and we weren't you know consistent enough on Saturdays and and um and you understand that there's a lot of positives. You try and take the positives from the losses and continue to build and just continue to work and continue to get better. And, you know, it wasn't like we, I just came in and had some, you know, I was a raving lunatic one day screaming and yelling, and all of a sudden the light switch came on for these guys. It was just um, we just continued to work, and freshmen got better, and guys got more comfortable in the roles, and we as coaches continued to do a better job of putting guys in position. And, and uh, we've – certainly created more turnovers, created more takeaways, and that's been huge for us these last few games. But I think it's just, you know, our players, our coaches, everybody just did a good job of just staying the course. And I get it on Saturdays, if you lose, it's it's like, you know, um, it's, it's – um, we're judged on 12 Saturdays, and the extremes when you lose a football game are very extreme. But then you also got to be able to take a step back and see everything from kind of a 30,000-foot view and and see what's what and, and how to get it better, and that's what we tried to do. Hey, Coach, it's Andrew again. I wanted to go back to something that Spencer Rattler said last night. He talked about how on that final touchdown drive that you guys had that uh, D.J. Braswell made a big-time block on a blitzing linebacker and allowed him to get a little bit more time to throw that pass to Xavier. Uh what can you speak to about Dontavious Braswell keeping his head down, you know, continuing to put in the work throughout this season? And what kind of example do you think that sets for all the other freshmen that are still trying to get on the field a little bit more in these final few games? Yeah, that was huge, um, huge last night. You know, that that was a play where, you know, the play clock was running down and, you know, Spencer was trying to communicate to the O-line and really wasn't able to because we were about to get a delay of game penalty. So he kind of stepped back, snapped the ball, and just let it rod. 
And DJ, and I told the team that, that play, I, mean, I told the team that, we showed that today in our team meeting. I mean, that was just awesome by him to be a freshman in that situation. Um, you worry about a freshman running back coming in, the first thing you worry about is pass protection and not just being able to do it physically but mentally. And it's easy when the guy's in your face. He had to look across and scan all the way back to come across and get that guy and use good technique in there. Um, so it's uh, that's him. He's, he's a smart young man. He works hard. Um, he, he's a competitive guy, and uh, you showed all, he showed all that on that play last night. Really proud of him. He's going to continue to get better as we go. Hey, Shane, it's Jack. Hope you're doing well. Just wanted to ask you something real quick. So uh, Xavier was kind of talking about last night how, you know, he said we ain't done yet. We got one more shot. What would it mean to you personally to finish off this month with a win? I mean, obviously it would be against Clemson if you guys were able to do it. But to turn the season around and get yourself to a bowl game, yeah, it would mean a lot. Just uh, for me, how happy I would be for our players because I know how hard they work. I mean, that's the most important thing to me. I want to, you know, want to see them, um, you know, finish out the right way and and uh, be able to, you know, celebrate and, and and finish this thing. So that's what it would mean. You know, they'll be time to reflect and all that at the end of the season. Um, you're in a grind. It's a 12-game season, and and um, and this is game number 12. So for us, it's let's see if we can be better this Saturday than what we were last night and and continue to get better as a team, and, and that's what that would mean. It would mean that, you know, we, we got better and, and uh, finished the right way, which will be a big challenge against, you know, a really good Clemson team that's playing well right now. Hey, Shane, sorry, I just wanted to follow up on that. What, where have you, like, since the beginning of the month, how much have you seen, like, like the players' confidence kind of progress over the last few weeks with each win that comes? Uh, I think we were always a confident group. Um, you know, I don't think you go into Tennessee and be leading after the first quarter like we were if we weren't confident. I don't think we go into Texas A&M and, and uh, you know, have a lead early in the game if we weren't, you know, confident and and whatnot. But certainly you want to have success. And, you know, what I've seen is just guys continue to, you know, improve. And 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 as you gain confidence in what you're doing, you play faster. And I think our defense is a great example of that. You just like you watch the way we're playing in the secondary right now and flying around and making plays. We look different than what we did early in the season. And, um, you know, to me that's guys comfortable in their roles. It's guys more comfortable in the scheme and, and guys – certainly you know more confident in everything that that they're doing that 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 um you know creates energy and they're playing with a lot of energy right now defensively and and uh but I think our guys have always been a confident group or just you know when you have success you just continue to try and build on it you were mentioning that you've only taken a, a little look at the Clemson um team but uh you've seen Will Shipley before what is what makes him such a tough guy to to go against uh, I think he's physical. I think he's uh, fast. You know, he's got a burst. It's uh, what I see. You know, on um, on tape, and um, you know, he's just a he's just a football player. You know, is what I would say. Um, had a chance to meet him at a at an event with Dabo a couple years ago that myself and Brad Johnson were at in Greenville, and and uh, got a lot of respect for the way he. He plays the game. He's just like I said. He's just a he's a football guy and uh, tough. Runs hard, but um, you know has has strength that you see on tape and, and certainly has speed also. 